second speaker is Mohammad Yunus. He's a senior research fellow with the Bangladesh Institute of Development Studies. He unfortunately cannot be here with us today, and he has sent us a video message, and we will play that. Honorable Chair, distinguished panelists, and colleagues, a very good afternoon to you all. Labor force participation is the intention to work. The actual technical work is the employment rate. And in that case, one can see that the FDMNs only, it is 31% compared to 54% in the case of the host community, okay, the actual employment rate. These are the, the 15 and, and higher age individuals who had intention to work, now these are actually working. So a significant gap between the host community and okay, the FDMN community. And we found that it is, as I said, 31% vis-a-vis 54% actual employment rate. And it is really pronounced in the case of female workers for FDMN only 5% of actually employed vis-a-vis 21% in the case of host community. And uh, in terms of sector-wise distribution, we found that in the case of displaced nationals, they are equally split one-third, one-third in agriculture, industrial services, but uh, in the host community, they are lumped between two sectors agriculture and uh, service which account for about 84 percent of the workers and wage employment is the dominant form of employment both for the MDMs and the uh, the host community so uh, again we looked into the prospect of employment using probability regression and the marginal effect as it was found in the case of descriptive statistics. This corroborates the same thing. Uh, about 34% lower for FDMN the employment tech prospect. Uh, and for female, it is about 47%. And the uh, bizarre thing we noticed is that tech, uh, per capita assistance received in fact, increases the prospect of employment. One explanation could be that the assistance they receive is not enough for them to sustain. Therefore, they can need well. They need additional they need additional income to satisfy their other other needs, which remain unfulfilled through assistance. Uh, this is the difference between number of days over the last one year. The word you see there is a marked difference between the host community and the FDMN in terms of number of days worked. When the FDMNs worked during last one year, only 58 days, the host community, not surprisingly, worked for 138 days. And and between the new and old webs, we found that new FDMNs worked less number of days than their old counterparts. One explanation could be that the, the, the assistance was introduced first in, within, the, within the camps where the new waves of displaced Myanmar nationals lived then 
it later on spread into the the old camps uh, so we, we found that the same thing again we did take it uh, uh, estimated the Heckman type of labor supply equation with with employment profit selection and and these results said the first two that FDMs work less number of days females work less than their male counterparts this what we found in the descriptive studies what is new in this is the wage elasticity which is actually close to unity meaning that uh, one percent increase in take wages lead to a one percent increase in the level in, in the labor supply and the assistance uh, does not affect the labor supply with which uh, we found here in this case uh, not only the labor supply we estimated the miserial wage equation again with the Heckman selection and uh, to assess the return to education and return to, ex to experience and we found that the return to education is positive but it is very small only 0.7% with additional year of education increases wage rate only by 0.7% but the return to education is relatively sizable uh, every additional year of experience leads to 2.7% increases in the wage rate female workers earning is about 16 percent lower than their male counterpart and the fdml workers uh, uh, earnings is about 31 percent lower than the host community workers so this is the earning side then we decompose these these differences and as you may recall we found that the Prospect of employment of the FDMN is lower, the layer, their labor supply is lower, their wage rate is lower. So what is driving this? For that, we undertook the blinder Ohaka decomposition. Why? This is discrimination or this is because of the endowment. And we found that except for the wage equation uh, for employment, for labor supply, I, it is not significant. The difference is by and large driven by the return effect, which sometimes dubbed as the discrimination. But one should take that with a grain of salt. There are unobservable factors that may lead to these, these differences. And only in the case of wages, it is the earning effect that is also driving the case. So what is the conclusion? The return effect dominates uh, and return effect in the case of employment prospect and labor supply, it captures about 100% of the gaps and it captures uh, more than three-fourths of the gaps in the case of wage rates. So what is the impact given that uh, in the conventional labor market studies, this, this is called a discrimination against a particular group. Oh, and uh, people really verify that differences. Given that, as I mentioned at the very beginning, that Bangladesh is not a signatory of the uh, refugee convention and the protocol, the dominance of the return effect and the interaction effect is a blessing for Bangladesh's point of view if it is not good for the FDMNs. So, what do we found? We found that. Uh, 
the labor supply of uh, employ, uh, host community is lower, their wage rate is lower. This wage rate take, would be further accentuated at Barsibet in view of the fact that the likelihood of FDM and labor force participation is 8% higher. So what will happen in the absence of administ uh, strict administration, this differential wage rate will not be sustainable in the long run. What will happen? There will be a lower wage rate when they, they somehow integrate with our uh, Bangladeshi national uh, labor force. So what needs to be done, Bangladesh government and the development partners need to undertake policies that could forestall the plummeting wage rates in the region. Otherwise, there would be adverse welfare effect and take care the consequent adverse effect. So these are the things Bangladesh needs to look in deep into the case, how to protect the welfare of the host community and also not hurting this displaced population. Thank you very much.